From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 428, for the week of April 12, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell. I'm joined by my good friends Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest Sean Marshall from ParksandCons.com. Coming up on Tuesday, listener Amy and her niece Darby return with a trip report from their Southern California vacation, and I give an Art 101 class. No, not that kind of art. <laughs> but right now, it's time for this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. There you go. All right. Uh, welcome, Sean. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. We will talk to you a little bit more in depth in a few in a few minutes. But um, any housekeeping? Let me. I have a couple things to start with. Um, going back to um, our Universal Shopping 101 we did the other day, Mary Jo. Yes. Um, we, you guys talked about the Lush Cosmetics, and I noticed the other day that there's a Lush Cosmetics in Garden Walk. Oh, walking distance from Disneyland. That's great. Exactly. So So did you go inside and check it out? I I did not. I fought the urge. Darn. You'd have been smelling so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) He smells so pretty. Uh, (laughs) I want to mention that on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning from 9 to noon Pacific time, there's a media event at Disneyland. So I will be trying to tweet as much as I can. They said something about no video and limited pictures. So... There may not be a lot of coming out right away, but watch uh, on Twitter at the Diz, and I will try to post as much as I can when I can from that. Uh, supposed to be previews of things that are coming up for the 60th. Speaking of the 60th, is any, how's, how's the castle looking? Sean, were you in the parks this week? Yeah, we were there last night, and uh, it continues to get a, a little bit more, I think, every, every time we go by. <laughs> so, yeah. Every, every day, it's like something new. Right, yeah. It's looking kind a little of, kind of fun. Oh, you think so, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little busy. Oh, they have the stage out for uh, what is it? America's Funniest Home Videos. They're shooting right. things, so that's kind of uh, crowding the area a little bit off to the side too. So, can't wait to see what when it's done. What what they what their idea was. And... Um, last week Tony and I talked about Walt's apartment, and apparently I misunderstood somebody in the parks, but it, it looks like Walt's apartment is not on the walk and Walt's footsteps tour. We've had confirmation from a couple other people who said it's not on the tour. I had said it was because mm. I talked to somebody in the parks that said, Oh yeah, we went to the apartment and apparently they were mistaken. They didn't go to the apartment. They went to the um, dream, dream suite. suite. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe they thought the dream suite was the apartment because you know that the yeah, originally that was going to be we were, Waltz we were at Rose. an we were at an annual pass holder event. So I figured she knew what she was talking yeah, about, but then right. it's a Southern California pass holder. So, um, and I know that because it was on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I want to mention. Oh, we talked. Uh, we had our, we're having our trip report from Amy and Darby this week. So that means we need some new people to talk to for our personalized planning segment. So if you are going to be in 
the Disneyland Resort and need some help pl- planning your trip, email me, Tom, at www.info.com. Um, I'm looking for somebody in maybe mid-late summer-ish, so we can have a little bit of time to talk to you. So if you're interested in having the team help you plan your trip, just shoot me an email. And I will, and just tell me when, what your dates are, what your demographic ish, what kind of help you need, things like that. Uh, what else? Oh, I got a, I saw on Twitter the, those two new hotels that are going in there in front of the, in front, behind Mimi's, sorry. Uh, we the Marriott the, and the, yeah, the, we already knew the courtyard was opening July 17th or 16th. Uh, but I saw that the Holiday Inn Express behind it is opening uh, uh, August 23rd. So I hadn't seen that information before, so I wanted to pass that on. Uh, let's see, what else? Hello to our friends that are listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen to us live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, go to our show notes page and click the link for Mixler. I always post it also on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash disunplugdl. Listen to us live and chat with other Dizzers that are listening live. Um, Podcast Crew 6.0. I hear rumors that that's happening. Yes. Uh, I don't think it's so much a rumor anymore. I think John came right out and said it. I know. (laughs) Since we go up before the Orlando show, I will let them talk about it this week. Uh, so listen to the Orlando show this week and hear about all about, uh, podcast crew 6.0 that's coming up in December of 2016 and go to the boards and you have information there. So signups are this, uh, signups for that start this week and next week we will talk about it and all of that. Okay. So uh, when you say sign up start this week, it's this Wednesday. Yes, exactly. So exactly. And it's uh, early. It's very early out yeah. in Pacific at Disneyland oh, the- time. It's early. Yes, it is. It always is. <laughs> kind of like the, the excursions for the Alaska trip that's coming mm-hmm. up. So. Um, that's almost all I have. Who will anybody else have housekeeping? I, I have do. one for Nancy. Uh, you, oh, let's, let's start with the absent Nancy. Go ahead, Mary Okay. So Nancy asked us to let everybody know, you know, um, her latest segment, she talked about the OC Discovery Cube. Right. And she said that they're going to have their grand opening of their expansion this June. And that they're adding and some a new- sad, sad news. Yes, I don't think Go it's ahead. sad news. It's <laughs> good. It's they're adding a new dining experience called Bean Sprouts, which is um, they're featuring organic dining. I so thought she said they were getting rid of Taco Bell. Well, I think she's saying. Well, she said no more Taco Bell Pizza Hut. I think it's saying that you don't have to uh, use option, them anymore. Okay. okay. Well, as long as they don't get rid of Taco Bell, I'm okay then. That'd be a good thing if they did. Oh, I, I like Taco I'm, I'm cutting Bell. You off. Just... I'm cutting you off, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Click, Michael. Are you done, Mary Jo? <laughs> he cut me off. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't, 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 don't. Now, if we were Nancy, you would have continued. Thank you. My intro. I'm sorry. Finish up, Mary Jo. That was that was it. Okay, cool. <laughs> you cut me off at a good time. <laughs> Michael, what you got? All right, well, I have a couple follow-ups to some um, hotel reviews that you did. Okay. First of all, for the Tropicana, we had someone post uh, on the boards asking a Are question. Are talking about that 40 bucks again? 
No, I'm not talking okay. about that. Okay. No, somebody um, asked a question about, I had mentioned that if you call a cab that oh, right, the Tropicana right. has a car service. Somebody asked, um, is it Tropicana's own car service? And no, it, it appears to be third-party vendors. And I, okay. when I was last out at Disneyland, I, I stayed there for a couple of days and I had to call a cab and they called a different car service, <laughs> but it was a different third-party vendor um but their the rates they charged were comparable to a cab it was the same okay so anyway and um so the annabella it has announced that dive in movies are back this is something it offered a while back and they're bringing them back again beginning um memorial day weekend the 22nd and what they do is is that on the resort from the resort pool every friday and saturday at dusk they uh they show disney films and so if you go on to the annabella's website you can see uh all the disney films they a lot of them are they're mostly the pixar films and the more recent um disney films but they also have like pirates of the caribbean and lilo and stitch guardians of the galaxy and then pretty much Almost all of the um, Pixar films. Um, and they have Cinderella. So they do have one classic film tossed in there. So go ahead and check that out. And they're also advertising that they have half-price Sundays and fourth night free um, offers going on on some of the room types. So you can check them out. That's pretty cool. cool. Mm-hmm. I need to get back over there. It's a nice hotel. We like it. Yeah, I just I just got a bad room. We just stayed there for WonderCon, and that was the first time we stayed there. But it was really, really great. It was uh, I was uh, very pleased with it. Okay, yeah. cool. And That's and fun. when you're watching the movies at the pool, you can order food and drinks from the Tangerine Grill. Mm. Nice. nice. Yes. Yeah, because it's right there. By the yeah, that's right. And you did um, like the Tangerine. And just as a quick, you did like the Tangerine Grill, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was fun. John liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so any other housekeeping? Don't forget about Coasting for Kids coming up June 7th at Cedar Fair Parks across the country. We are up to 39 Dizzers at nine parks. So did we um, kind of book up all of Knott's, Tom? I, I don't know. Right now the system is showing 31 riders. I thought so, the limit was thirty. I know, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of encouraging people to still sign up and just see what happens, right? Uh, because the website doesn't say that it's filled or anything like that. So, um, I encourage you if if you are still wanting to to ride with us at Knotts, give it a try. I would I would love to to see see double, see if we can get sixty people at Knotts and take over the Jaguar forever. Yep, having fun and uh, and raising money for a yeah, yeah. very worthwhile cause. Uh, the two parks that are missing are still uh, California's Great America up in Northern California. See, Northern California folks, I need to I need to hear from you. Um, and then the other park is Kings Dominion, which is a Richmond, Virginia area. Um, and I'm giving them a pass for another week or so because they just finished the R- uh, RVA meet there, the RVA Diz meet for Give Kids the World. Mm-hmm. So. After that, I will start. I will start harassing Melissa and her crew. <laughs> what? I'm not going to call people. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did call people out. Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's 
coming up June 7th, uh, we have a writer in Valley Fair in, in Minnesota that his work matches what he raised. So he raised $500. Wow. His work's gonna, his work's gonna double that. So that's kind of cool. I know, um, Justine did something at her work. I think it was like wear jeans to work day or something like that, where you pay and you wear dress down for the day. She raised 370 bucks that she's, that she's gonna, that they're gonna donate to give kids the world. So lots of ways to raise money. Uh, lots of fun ways to raise money and then ride roller coasters all day. So it is a very cool, very cool thing to do. Um, and I'm glad Mary Jo's joining us. This is the first time we have had a talk to, chance to talk to Mary Jo since she signed up. Congratulations on your registration. Yay. Now, now <laughs> I just need to, uh, have, um, my, our friends and listeners pitch in. You know, they can yeah. donate uh, any amount. Oh, see how you are. Any That's amount. okay though, because I'm I'm over the seventy five minimum, so I'll, I'll let you do that for a while. Yeah, I don't I don't have any of that yet, but it's not for me. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Yep. Uh, I was going to say, oh, Mary Jo and I were talking about maybe doing for not Spray Farm doing a dinner or lunch both the day before, you know, carb up before the before the coasters. Mm-hmm. That's so, really important. I mean, that's really. what I'm saying. We would <laughs> do a pasta, a pasta dinner getting, or something. Yeah, people might be getting dehydrated. Yes. Blood sugar, it's really important. <laughs> and you know what's one of the best things to carb up on? What's really good when you're going to go upside down, not sure, we're not going to go in Jaguar, <laughs> and get jostled a lot is deep fried chicken and a bunch of heavy uh, biscuits at the. Uh, <laughs> so we should, so we should have Mrs. Knotts the day before yeah. as well. I mean, I, hey, I, I'm for that. I'm down. All the, all the literature I read about good health and exercise, <laughs> that's what they're promoting. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, and if you want to join us, I will have a link to all of that in our show notes page, which is, of course, www.disunplug.com. If you want to get a hold of the team, you can email us at www at, www.info.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to be one of those days. All right. Any other housekeeping? Are we good? All right. Let's talk about our poll results, Tony. So yes. this was the finals of March Madness. Uh, ended with Big Thunder Mountain Railroad versus Haunted Mansion. Um, it's actually ended up closer than it was to begin with. The, the, the non-winner, um, caught up there at the, a little bit at the begin, at the end, but go ahead, Tony. Well, I think we all knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was very close with a percentage yeah. of 56.5% to 43.5%. The champion of the 60th anniversary, 2015 Diz Unplugged March Madness Tournament, brought to you by. <laughs> Pretty by Fantasmic. Yes. Siemens. The, uh, yes. <laughs> the original Haunted Mansion. Yep. Yay! So. And, and, uh, they, they, they got the, the crown in the, in the Dis- Disney Parks blog version, too. So I guess they earned it. Yeah. Well, and oh. now that they're going to have, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's we'll even. That in, we'll talk about that in a little bit. In but. just a second. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that. The you know what? So the head over to the news. Bloop bloop bloop. Uh, this week, the Disney Parks blog announced a couple, three cool things that are coming that we all knew were coming. Um, so the first one is the one Mary Jo alluded to, which is the Hatbox Ghost. 
which will reappear, is what they're saying, in the Haunted Mansion, beginning in May. Um, so, Michael, this they said this was in there very, at the very, very beginning, but then some people say that they never saw it. It was. What, what it, have you said, Celine? It, it was in there in the very beginning. Um, okay. It was a matter of weeks that it was in okay. there, okay. and but the effect did not work to the satisfaction of the Imagineers. And what it was, was the effect supposed to be? It's where um, it it was across from the bride kind of thing, okay. and so it in coincided with the heartbeat. Um, okay. His head would disappear and then reappear in the uh, in in the hat box. Gotcha. Okay. And so and it was a, a sort of a Pepper's Ghost effect kind of thing, <laughs> but um, it just didn't work right. With it, the lighting wasn't right. The problem too is is that at the time the Omni movies were a little too close for the effect to work properly with the technology okay. at the time. So now. That's all been now they, resolved. They can, now they can go back and do what they wanted to in the beginning. Exactly. In the, in the first, nice. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. And good timing for it, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Parks Block did not say when this was going to happen. However, the Haunted Mansion is closed for refurbishment March uh, May 4th through May 8th. Ooh. So those of you going to the parks on May 9th, <laughs> check out the Haunted Mansion. That'll, that'll so be our, our housekeeping. I know. So obviously, when you win such a big award like they did right. from us, they're going to be partying, yes. <laughs> you know, photo shoots <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. Which other, let's see, which do we want to talk about? Let's talk about Peter Pan. Uh, we all know that Peter Pan has been closed for a while and they are getting a new nursery scene. And some other new special effects. Do we know? I don't think we know for specific what's going on. Do we, Michael? Um, I do, but I can't share them. Okay. I, there's one thing that the, I, the public, the, the public, the, the London scene will be changed. Okay. Really? If yeah, the effects in there will be a little different. Very cool. And, it's one of my favorite scenes. So I'm really, I'm really excited. And then, of course, Matterhorn bobsleds. We are seeing some upgrades there, not in the ride, uh, just in the effects. And are we getting new heralds, upgrades to heralds? Um, it sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like. I mean, that's really been good. the rumor all along in the photo. Right, exactly. That's why it makes it look like it. Yeah, he, but, looks, uh, he looks scary. Let's hope he works better than his brother over brother. at Animal Kingdom. Does, and does that one have a name? <laughs> his name is name. not Harold. Not Harold, yes. His name is so sad. <laughs> they just called him strobe. <laughs> so. Yeah, too bad they didn't put a little more padding in those bobsled seats. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so all that's happening in May. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be nice. I, I, I now do. W- there was rumors that this was coming to all the Fantasyland attractions, but I don't. There's they're running out of time. Oh, they're I don't yeah, s- the refurbishment. I yeah, I don't think there's anything else happening. Yeah, there's there's no way. There is no way. All right, we have one more news story. Tony, do you have that, or do you want me to read it? Oh well, since you're giving me the option, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll okay, I'll do like a teacher. Okay, class, we're gonna talk about WonderCon, which okay. is moving again. Tom, 
Would you like to do the honors? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So WonderCon's organizers announced recently that the annual comic book, science fiction, and pop culture convention will move to the Los Angeles Convention Center in 2016. Where is it Con- at now? It was it, it was just held last this last weekend at An- in Anaheim. Oh. My daughter so, went to it. She con- said it was a, Kelly went to it. She said it was a lot of fun. What did she dress up as? She didn't dress up this time. Slacker. All right. Conflicts <laughs> with desired booking dates and available space at the Anaheim Convention Center fueled the move to Los Angeles, where the popular event will be held March 25th to the 27th said David Glanzer, a spokesman for Comic-Con International, which organizes WonderCon. WonderCon stays are based on yearly reviews, Glanzer said, and it was unclear whether the event will return to Anaheim in 2017. We would certainly entertain coming back because Anaheim has been a great venue for us. WonderCon previously was in San Francisco, but renovations at that city's convention center prompted organizers to move the event in 2012 to Anaheim in what was supposed to be a temporary move. More than 60,000 comic book fans, some dressed as their favorite superheroes and villains, except for Kelly, descended on (laughs) Anaheim last weekend for WonderCon, the smaller version of the giant Comic-Con convention held in San Diego. Uh, City officials said that the planned 200,000-square-foot expansion of that convention center did not have anything to do with WonderCon's departure. (laughs) Other convention bookings in Anaheim remain on schedule, city spokeswoman Ruth Ruiz said. It is unfortunate, but we just couldn't accommodate them for 2016, said Tanya Weinkel, a spokesperson for the Anaheim Orange County Visitors and Convention Bureau. Officials with the Bureau did not immediately know WonderCon's economic effect on Anaheim. However, WonderCon's organizers reported that the figure will be $32 million during its three-day stay in Los Angeles next year. Wow. Sean, you were there, right? Yep. Yeah, we've uh, been to WonderCon for several years now. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it takes over that entire area. Um, whether it's food trucks. Did you wear a costume? No, we don't. Slacker. Yeah, not really our thing. (laughs) No, but yeah, we, uh, I mean, we cover a lot of conventions. So, um, that's kind of our, our scene outside the parks and stuff. So yeah, very familiar with WonderCon. And it's, it's sad to kind of see it leave. I think the sentiment from a lot of people, um, cause it kind of broke the news a little earlier than they had intended because it came up, uh, during the talk back. They close out the show with the talk back. Uh, okay. right. And, uh, I guess somebody asked the question because there was rumors <laughs> vendors were talking about it and then it got released and then they kind of want to put the genie back in the bottle. But by that time it was already on social media right. everywhere. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, being people in Anaheim, were probably looking up looking up dates oh, of, totally. of what's available yeah right um you know kind of being... like on the cruise line where people are looking up <laughs> um port dates port you know ports and it's like oh disney's gonna be there yeah right beat, beat disney to the punch yeah yeah so wonder so just to how... clarify there's this has nothing to do with bread this is not wonder, wonder bread is. no wonder <laughs> nothing not at all you sure yeah. positive okay so what, so what's the what, what's the um Size ratio between WonderCon and Comic Con, Sean? 
Uh, WonderCon is, if we're just talking about the attendance itself, is closer to, I believe, around 40,000, 50,000, whereas San Diego is closer to like 130, 140. Um, and then at San Diego, um, so much is also people without tickets even outside because like last year, there was over a hundred offsite events outside of Comic Con oh, that wow. are, okay. you know, Fox or Warner Brothers or whoever mm-hmm. down there doing all sorts of things. Um, so Anaheim definitely WonderCon has never had that kind of vibe as much outside. It's much more in, in the inside there, but obviously people wander over to downtown Disney and kind of make their right. own offsite activities. Right. So. Very cool. Now, yeah, is WonderCon no, Wonder ever going back to San Francisco? Or are they pretty much in Southern <laughs> California now? Well, that's what's been interesting because they rebranded it. Um, they really made a push to rebrand it as WonderCon Anaheim, which led to a lot of speculation a year ago that they were going to be a WonderCon San Francisco and a WonderCon Anaheim. Uh, and then this last year, Comic-Con International let go of Alternative Press Expo, which was their uh, small indie show up there. So that kind of furthered the fuel. Uh, and then this year, going into WonderCon, they had kind of rebranded a lot of the coloring was different. And so we were thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to, you know, add San Francisco back. And then they'll just do, you know, three shows a year, San Diego and then WonderCon kind of uh, Anaheim and San Francisco. But uh, it remains to be seen now that it's going to L.A. next year. So, Wow. So um, let's talk about your website for a second, Sean. So Parks and Cons, so you cover mm-hmm. – you said parks first, but you cover more conventions than parks, right? Uh, really both. I mean, both? Okay. we started with uh, with conventions about mm-hmm. three years ago, and and did that scene, and we've done that. We've done since we started our YouTube channel two years ago. Uh, actually, celebration this weekend will be our hundred and first convention covering in that wow. time. So our thing, we live about an hour from. Uh, Anaheim Disneyland mm-hmm. so we basically try as much as possible once we get out of the real jobs and stuff to get out to the parks too and so we kind of started integrating that in because we went so much so right, uh right we we were in uh Disneyland and Knott's each almost a hundred times last year so we try to get yes. out every three or so days and and yeah. document as we go Very and cool. uh, a lot on the YouTube channel and then also we have a podcast and just kind of try and uh go from both ends basically excellent I'll make sure I put a link in the show notes page. Thank so you. So any highlight, any highlights of WonderCon? Uh, you know, one of the things uh, tying specifically into Disney, the um, art of Big Hero Six panel was really cool because they put together um, the the artists that were there kind of put together a a little. Um, God, what's it even called? Like a, you know, almost like a flip book version of a movie that was kind of the process of making a Disney animated film. Everything from research to, you know, pitching the idea to reworking things. And they showed a couple scenes uh, that got cut from Big Hero 6, kind of the schematics for it. And it was a, it was a really neat little uh, panel and a good chunk of Disney kind of right in the heart of WonderCon. So we definitely love that. Um, and then other thing, I mean, seeing, uh, the original Catwoman, Lee Merriweather, she was just walking the floor and there was these girls in their Catwoman, uh, outfits and they, <laughs> they were posing and taking pictures. And it was just one of those kind of surreal things that happen. Yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of the reason we like being in the parks or the conventions is just these odd things, these little odd right. slices of life occur. Right. So, yeah. And speaking of Disney-ish, mm-hmm. um, next weekend is the big Star Wars celebration at yeah. the convention center. That's, how big is that compared to 
That's going to be, what, smaller, right? Uh, actually, it'll be a bit bigger um, oh, well, than okay. WonderCon. I mean, we'll see what the attendance numbers actually be. They've not. They've said they were about to sell out on four-day, but they haven't released any <laughs> info of what that actually means. But in terms mm-hmm. of, like, taking up the convention center, they're basically taking up um, pretty much all of it from uh, the arena all the way down all to the floors. other end. Yeah, okay. so uh, they got a lot planned there. And it's neat coming back because it's not been out here since, uh, what was it, 2007 or something like that. Wow. So, wow. Where do they usually – they hold it all over the place? Uh, yeah, they alternate it. It's been always kind of an odd thing because they've said, well, they – when it started in 1999, it was like, well, we're going to do it when we have something to celebrate. And then it's always been speculated as to what that actually <laughs> means. Uh, it seems nice. like they have a lot to celebrate now with the Disney, you know, machine behind right. it and so much right. coming. So, um, but they've, they've alternated a couple times. They've been in, uh, you know, out of the country, like Europe and things, but it's been in Orlando in terms of the America version, uh, the last couple times. So, right. uh, but it kind of like D23, it's in every other year, usually at most type of a convention. Okay. Well, and then I, I saw that they're having some big names opening it, right? The yeah. J.J. Abrams and... Yeah, that they just sent out the information about getting into that panel. So they're, they're really organized. It's a good comp, uh, read pop is the one behind it. Um, that, uh, they're just a professional convention organizers. So they have a good plan, but basically they're going to open up the convention center at 6 p.m. the night before for people that want to oh. camp out for it. Wow. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, at San Diego, it's not uncommon for people to wait in line 24 hours or things, crazy things like that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of, you know, it doesn't have obviously the same culture here because it hasn't been here before. So it'll be interesting to see who's in line for that and Mm -hmm. and how many people are waiting. Wow. Um, at one point I heard rumors that we may get Disney related, Disney parks related announcements. Right. Right. As part of, as part of Star Wars celebration. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it, it usually most years there's kind of the, rumors of whether things will be announced whether it's movies or what will be announced at san diego or d23 and now uh this is obviously a much different animal so uh disney is there doing a couple things on specifically like merchandising panels and things like that but there's nothing specifically right now on the agenda that being said in the big celebration room like the arena there Mm -hmm. are several things even right now that say coming soon that they haven't announced what they're going to be yet so interesting okay yeah and there's you know whatever jj abrams and Kathleen Kennedy talk about Thursday morning could open up other doors if they name characters or things like that. There's a lot of speculation as to what they'll actually share, and mm-hmm. that could open the doors for the entire weekend of a lot of different information. So right. we'll see. How many conventions do, do you go to a year, Sean? Uh, last year is about 45, I think. Oh, We're shooting wow. for 50. But, I mean, they rank, I mean, there's some we do that are just like – really tiny like one room you know things at a rec center in you know la Habra or something so our <laughs> our kind of goal our goal when we start and the goal we've tried to keep is like we wanted to like obviously disney's the big thing in theme parks and uh and san diego or WonderCon are the big things in the convention scene but we wanted to kind of cover all these small things too that a right. lot of people uh don't because uh you know sometimes they are some fun things to share from those spots as well so uh you know sometimes we do two shows in one day because they're so small you know they're they're tiny things so it just depends on size but celebration and uh d23 are kind of in similar range of size and those will be kind of our uh the biggest shows outside of uh let's say san diego awesome yeah excellent sounds like a lot of fun yeah definitely definitely excellent all right let 
us have, start with rapid fire. Um, who wants to go first? Let's start with Mary Jo. As Disneyland gets ready for the 60th anniversary, we have news that the press pennies, there's going to be several 60th anniversary press pennies throughout the park. So we don't have the exact details yet. And so when I get them, I'll do them in housekeeping. But that's another thing to look forward to for the 60th. And we have yeah, a... I, did you watch the video? He said like 40 yeah. different pennies or something yeah. like that. So, wow. and, and also, um, there's a link on the Disney blog. You know, people are uh, always asking about where can they get their press pennies. So there's a link that we can ins- include in our show notes. And as Disney updates the locations with the 60th anniversary, they, people can just go to that link and get it on the map. But yeah. Very cool. Um, I'll go next. I just want to remind everybody that the Walt Disney Birthplace Restoration Project is finishing up their fundraising for phase two of the project. I think fundraising ends, uh, middle of next week, like Monday or Tuesday of next week. Uh, visit www.thewaltdisneybirthplace.org for more information and to donate. Uh, again, phase two is where they're going to uh, restore the front porch, restore the picket fence, uh, finish up the last four windows on the house, plus do some landscaping, put in a tree, some roses and things like that. Um, what's really cool is with the, with these donations is you get, you get swag, uh, for even a small donation, like 20 bucks, you get one of four different collectible pins. Or if you donate 75 bucks, you get the whole set. Uh, there, these are like Walt Disney birthplace pins and, um, a couple Ozell soda pins. And the, the birthplace foundation has purchased the, the copyright or the, or the name, the logo for Ozell, which was the soda manufacturer that Walt's father worked for. So they're, they're using that logo and, and things as well. So definitely head to the website. Um, make a small donation they are also working the last i heard they were working with a television production crew trying to do this as a as a um, documentary so that might help offset some of the costs so but they need to have the money to do the to do the to do the um, construction first before any of that will happen so definitely head over to show notes page i'll have a link and help them out if you can uh tony Okay, Mother's Day, and since we were talking about, you know, high carbs and mm-hmm. doing that good stuff, I can tell you that Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> is having their Mother's Day champagne buffet. You love that and buffet, it, don't you? I do. Yeah. I, I really do. And so, again, the best way to get mom – I don't think mom will want anything more than high carbs, high fat, <laughs> and on a roller coaster. So, yes. Um, you can celebrate Mother's Day, bringing your family the Knott's Berry Farm Champagne Buffet. They claim it's one of the largest buffets in Southern California. I don't know what that means, but that's okay. 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I do like that it's early. A lot of brunches, you know, start later, so you've got that. And then you can also do the late one if you want to do for dinner, which I kind of like, which I like because, you know, a lot of brunches will end earlier. Again, it includes your dozens of your favorite brunch and dinner dishes, including made-to-order omelets, a carving station with roasted turkey and honey-glazed ham. Filet of salmon, over 25 desserts, complimentary champagne. How could they not tell you that it also has the chicken, the biscuits, the, biscuits. the mashed potatoes, <laughs> almost, and the rhubarb. So it pretty much has everything. It has everything on the, on the, um, the chicken dinner menu and pass holders get 10% off if they're regular or gold. Platinum season pass holders get 20% off 
Adults are $39.99. Seniors 62 and up are $29.99. And juniors 3 to 11 are $17.99 plus tax. Plus tax. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Michael? Well, you know, Memorial Day is right around the corner. And for a lot of people, they're excited about the kickoff of the summer blockbuster movie season. And for Disney, that means Tomorrowland will be hitting theaters. And as we speculated, um, there will be a sneak peek of the film in Tomorrowland. And what's convenient. I know. (laughs) Why isn't it in it's, you know, in um, the bug's life? It's a bug's life over in California Adventure. But so what what's interesting in when the little blurb that the Disney Parks blog sent out is they said to head over to the Tomorrowland Theater. Right. It's it is the not Eye the Theater. Magic Eye Theater. So Captain EO fans, I think he's pranced off into the farthest reaches of space for the last time. Um Anyway, so sorry, Tony. <laughs> so the Tomorrowland okay. Theater, beginning Friday, April seventeenth, you can see an exclusive look at scenes from the film Tomorrowland, complete with special in-theater effects, whatever uh. could they be. And then you can continue your Tomorrowland experience by exploring an all-new exhibit in the Starcade, and that will feature original props and production artwork. Is so original in quotation marks. Um. No, it is not. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's actually real, real props. <laughs> like those original props of Once Upon a Time that they had at California Adventure. <laughs> and so anyway, this is, uh, Tomorrowland is about a jaded scientist and an optimistic teen who embark on a danger-filled mission to unearth the secrets of an enigmatic place somewhere in time and space. And this is directed by two-time Oscar winner Brad Bird. And it stars Academy Award winner George Clooney as a scientist and former boy genius Frank Walker and Britt Robertson as Casey Newton. And it's written by lost writer and co-creator Damon Lindelof and Brad Bird. And it's a, from a story by Lindelof and Bird and Jeff Jensen. And it says that Tomorrowland promises to take audiences on a thrill ride of nonstop adventures through new dimensions that have only been dreamed of. And a lot of the stills and production art is really interesting because, you know, they have images of Space Mountain. They have images of the 64, 65 World's Fair that are intermixed with this, with other scenes of, of this futuristic city. Also, I'm reading the prequel. There is a book called Before Tomorrowland that's written Ooh. by Damon Lindelof, Brad Bird, Jeff Jensen, that sets the scene for um, for the film. So I'm reading that right now. So, you know, if folks who really want to see this film, that might be a book you want to run out and get. So What's anyway, it called again, Michael? It's called Before Tomorrowland. Okay. So Jaded Scientist. Hmm. I, I, yeah. I want a movie about a jaded podcaster. Well, <laughs> so your autobiography, have, yes, the story, exactly. the story the of story. Tom Bell, yes, jaded so podcaster. So yes, <laughs> uh, Sean, what do you guys have coming up on your site soon? Uh, we yeah, have a when, bunch when's of. Your, when's your podcast come out? 
Uh, we basically record as much as we can at the events or prepping okay. for the events. So we actually have a preview of Star Wars Celebration to help people kind of make their plan coming up uh, in the next day or two. It should be posted. Awesome. So we just recorded it. And uh, on our YouTube channel, on our website, there are some visual guides we do for Star Wars Celebration to help people with where they line up and okay. register and get food and all that kind of stuff. And your review of WonderCon's already up, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. You got a bunch of, bunch of stuff for that up there. Very cool. All right. Um, let's talk about this week's poll. Um, I'm thinking we should let people choose between Peter Pan's Flight, Haunted Mansion, or Matterhorn Bobsleds. What are they most excited about? Um, Mary Jo, what are you, what are you thinking? What, which one of those three are you most excited about the updates to? That was a horrible sentence, but go ahead. My choices are Matterhorn, Peter Pan, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, the three. The three Those three. Oh, Peter three. Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michael. I think Peter Pan because that's going to have the most significant changes. Okay. Sean, what are your thoughts? Uh, Haunted Mansion, the, the yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're really into Haunted Mansion stuff for a long, long time. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Michael, someone in the chat room is asking about the book you talked about, about Tomorrowland. Uh, what's the age range appropriateness on that one? You know, I'm only early on in it, okay. and the, the third chapter seems to be dealing with Nazis. So okay. I will. It, <laughs> it's, she wants it's to know set, if her, her 10-year-old would enjoy it. Um, so far, I would say yes, if it's a sophisticated 10-year-old. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's set in the 1930s. The book starts in like 1926 and sort of moves on. I'm right now in the 30s. Okay, cool. Awesome. Oh, somebody in the chat room is more excited about Grizzly Airfield than mm. than oh, any, yeah. any of the three of those. So, oh, the new Soren, um, the Soren, the new film. Soren. Yeah, well, yeah, that and and just that whole area is going to be beautiful. Um, it is. Yes. Uh, let me see. I think I don't know. I think I might be more inclined to. Uh, definitely not the bobsleds. Uh, yeah, probably pan. That's, I mean, it's exciting to see the changes to the Stark rides. And, you know, we did see a few updates, didn't we, a few years ago with, um, Snow White's Scary Adventure? Yes. Yeah, they added the rain effect. Right. You know, and they, the, they changed the, the ending a bit. And, and the, and the, um, it, One of the mirror effects or something, wasn't it? it the, yeah, because people kept stealing the apple. <laughs> oh, that too. Which yes. they, yeah. yeah, they changed yeah. the apple. So, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a couple, that was Tony Baxter, wasn't he? He was in the middle of all of that. Oh, the whole um, 84, yeah, re- redesign. Yeah. No, no, just a few years ago, he was, I thought he was doing some, doing, he was the one that was kind of spearheading those little tweaks to, the dark rides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I will be in the parks this week, Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. Um, if you see me say hello again, watch my Twitter and watch, uh, the, at the Diz Twitter account on Tuesday, late morning, I would say, um, to see any updates to this. If there, if anything comes out for the 60th, again, they talked about, um, info on merchandise attractions, entertainment food so they're they're covering it all uh 
and I will try to bring that to you as quickly as I can. Anybody have anything else? I have another question for Sean. Go ahead. Sean, yeah, go ahead, a couple of years ago, there was a rumor that Anaheim was going to go after bringing Comic-Con um, right. to Anaheim. Was there any truth yeah. to that? Because that would seem it, like it, they couldn't possibly handle it. You know, it's funny because that's the exa- the second that uh, the move to L.A. next year for WonderCon came out. That was the first thing everybody started talking about is that part of the expansion of the convention centers to make a legitimate run again. Uh, San Diego, their contract is just about up again after next year. And uh, the city hasn't been able to come through with all of the expansion that they had kind of promised. Mm-hmm. So it'll, uh, the conversation again of, will they go to Vegas? Will they go to Anaheim? Will they go to LA? Will it ignite again? Um, having been to lots of conventions in all those spaces, it's really hard to see what happens at San Diego happening anywhere else because it basically, uh, shuts the city down, at least the gas lamp for the most part and just takes over everything kind of its own uh, Mardi Gras, and uh, it just doesn't really work so well uh, in any of those other places for different reasons. So uh, we'll see. I, I've heard a lot of that, people. Yeah, that well, would be that would be rough in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, parking is such a struggle for WonderCon. I can't even imagine, you know, uh, you know, it's just with Disneyland obviously having its normal operation going on uh, to have that butted up against it. Because San Diego, I mean, the Padres leave town during that time and everything else is kind of arranged <laughs> around nice. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, various offsite activities take over, you know, Petco and there's all sorts of things that go on. So MTV it's kind of like, and, yeah. So it's kind of like Mardi Gras where they all put boards over their windows and pretty much yeah, yeah okay. well actually it's more of everybody just selling their space you know uh whether it's selling rooms or selling uh you know yeah petco i mean they have the walking dead experience there they have nerdist or i'm sorry uh uh the uh just a variety of different activities yeah. actually in there so it'll be interesting very cool all right, folks. Um, thank you for joining us, Sean. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We love uh, love the work you guys do, so thank you for having me. Thanks. Awesome. All right, team. Thank you all. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we will be back with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.